0: Welcome to Gaming Dad 101, the show where gamers became dads and now we're looking for cheat codes. Welcome to episode 11, guys, for the last week of December, the last week of 2017. I am your host, uh, Chris, as usual, and joining me today is, well, absolutely nobody today. Today I'm actually by myself. I'm running the ship today. Um, Brian is uh, still traveling, unfortunately, there was some sort of uh, a mix-up in terms of days when he was returning and days when we were going to record um that unfortunately caught us off guard so today's just me guys we're gonna have a, a little solo a more intimate more private um session uh it's, it's, you know, we'll, we'll see what we do. We're going to talk a little bit about the year. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about the show and, you know, games that we like and things we're looking forward to. So uh, before we get into the show, remember Gaming Dad 101 goes live every Wednesday, uh, even if I'm by myself or we have a guest on podcast services everywhere. Make sure to subscribe. And while you're there, um, you know, subscribing gets you the episodes directly to your device. That way you don't have to wait. You don't have to search. It just gets delivered straight to you. Now, if you're there... Why don't you just go ahead and leave us a rating, you know, give us a, give some feedback, give us comments. Um, all of that stuff is actually something that helps the show a lot in terms of getting more people to, um, not to watch because it's a podcast, but to listen. You know what I mean? The, the the better ratings we have and the more comments we have, the more people are going to come uh, and listen to the show. So I'm going to go ahead and thank you in advance because I know some of you are going to go ahead and do that. So thank you for, for going uh, and rating us. So those of you who have already rated us... <clears throat> Um, thank you so much. It means a lot to us. Uh, and of course, we'll keep doing the show, um, you know, doing the best we can, and hopefully we get, we get those uh, numbers increasing. So once again, guys, <clears throat> welcome to the last week of December. Uh, I know that I'm not the only one who's extremely thankful that the year is coming to a close. I look very much forward to twenty eight uh twenty eighteen. Uh both for the opportunities, the you know, time with family and all the games that are coming out. Uh, as if twenty seventeen wasn't enough, twenty eighteen is lining up to be just as good, if not better, uh than this year, cause we had one hell of a game. One hell of a year for gaming in 2017, uh, with amazing games coming left and right to the point where no matter how hardcore of a gamer you are, you have a backlog thanks to 2017. No matter how many games you play, how many games you've bought... You are behind for 2017, and you're going to continue to play catch-up, just like a lot of us have been doing. I've basically just been playing some more Fortnite, some more Slamper Elite, working a little bit more on Darksiders, basically playing anything I can get my hands on, playing Mario Odyssey whenever I get a chance, there's a couple a couple of games that I'm looking forward to to be able to finally take the time and catch up, um, and I know that I'm not the only one. Brian is also doing this, um, but again, um, now oh, I just remember today is basically the day after Christmas. So for those of you that celebrated Christmas, I hope you had a great Christmas. For those of you that don't celebrate Christmas, hope you had a great weekend. Um, those of you that celebrated Christmas, I'll tell you right now, my favorite part, the best part of Christmas in 2017 for me was watching my kids open their presents and seeing how excited the oldest AJ got over basically everything, uh, running around and screaming at everything. But one of the biggest things that like melted my heart essentially was when JC, the baby, Surprised everybody by opening one of his gifts and going awesome a word that nobody knew he knew and just completely caught us off guard But that is just kind of burned in my memory, so I hope you guys had a great time with family I hope you guys made some lasting memories, and I hope you guys got awesome stuff I know I got a lot of great gifts um, from my wife and from my mother-in-law and my kids they were they were amazing I basically got gamer, you know, gamers galore for Christmas, um, between new, uh, switch controllers, uh, Zelda lunchbox, a Zelda, um, now I don't want to say thermos is, um, to sneak alcohol, a flask. There you go. Uh, a flask that's basically designed to look like the original legend of Zelda game, uh, from the NES. It's the gold cartridge and everything. So, It was a very, very great Christmas, and definitely cannot complain, Uh, so I hope you guys had the same. We originally, uh, as I mentioned, Brian is still traveling. I had made arrangements for a guest to join us today, however, the topic that we wanted to discuss, um, I feel... Would be a really good topic and I really wanted brian to be here when we were discussing that topic as well So what I did is I went ahead and canceled them for today figured we'll do a more little intimate show a shorter show for today Uh To wish all of our listeners uh happy new years and as we said we go live every wednesday rain or shine so here we are so um John, his name is John Robertson. He'll be um, hopefully joining us next week. That's what we're lining up for at least um, so we can discuss uh, a couple of things. Uh, I'm probably going to go ahead and post the next week's topic on our Facebook group. Uh, remember, you can check us out at facebook.com backslash uh, gaming data 101, I believe. If not, just go to the search bar and type gaming data 101. You'll see our logo there and you can join our group. Um, everybody's welcome to join, as we said from episode one, whether you're, the the show is catered to dads, but everybody's welcome women, uh, younger people, anything, just go ahead and join us. We want to build a community of people that love games, people that love kids. Um, and just basically people that want to have fun, you know, they, they want to discuss different topics and, and be able to have a way to express themselves. So go, go check it out. Uh, but we're going to be posting that next week. I'll go ahead and, uh, you know what? I'll mention it here on the episode two. Um, John has two, uh, well, he has three kids total, but he has two boys, um, who have shown interest in starting their own YouTube channel. Uh, and you know, considering that we of course do internet content, John also does internet content and uh, we'll, he'll get to that when, when we have him on the show to discuss a little bit further. But, um, we kind of thought, you know, it would be a great discussion for the three of us to talk about what that takes, what that looks like, um you know, what sort of content, you know, you're okay with kids creating and, and all of that. So we'll, you know, join us next week for that. It should be a good topic. In regards to this week, like I said, it's going to be a very intimate show. I kind of just wanted to go over what an amazing year 2017 has been, because it's just been game after game after game. <clears throat> like I said, there, there's no way in hell that anybody has played all everything that has come out in 2017 at least all the big ones i mean i'm looking at a list right now for the entire year and it's just you have games like and i'm just gonna be picking at random uh basically <clears throat> excuse me dragon rush uh, sorry gravity rush 2 uh yeah the dragon quest urban empire the kingdom hearts hd 2.8 final chapter prologue <clears throat> tales of basuria um resident evil 7 uh the the biohazard, you have the, let me see, what else they had, Xenoblade, Gunmetal Arcadia, uh, Neo, For Honor, Sniper Elite 4, um, lego worlds horizon zero dawn for god's sake uh we had one two switch because again nintendo was killing it this year uh, zelda breath of the wild snipper clips um the shovel knight specter of torment uh that came out as well for all consoles uh it, it's just been an incredible incredible year um you know, there's been some flops, like Mass Effect Andromeda, like, you know, there there's there's unfortunately the rough ones as well, but there's just been game after game this entire year, and it's just been uh, amazing, surprising, and it's been refreshing. It's, for a long time, and, and I was, you know, I talk about this with Brian, I talk about this with my wife, and I know that I've mentioned that a couple of times on the show, where Gaming was kind of uh, getting a little stagnant, Um, and it was kind of getting less and less exciting to to some extent, and between Nintendo coming out of nowhere and shaking things up and all the other amazing games that have come out this year, it's been amazing, and and 2018 looks like it's going to be either, it's either going to match it or it's going to surpass it. I am personally putting in my hat for surpassing. There's a lot of games that we still don't know may or may not come out for 2018. A lot of games that I am a hundred percent sure are going to be delayed and not come out in 2018, but we'll get into that uh, a little later. That may be one of the things that we discuss, excuse me on next week's episode with Brian. Cause I do want to kind of get his idea uh, in terms of, of what he thinks. Um, one of the things, of course, that I wanted to get into, <clears throat> we had discussed whether we were going to do uh, game of the year for Geek and Cast um, for the network as a whole, not just for the show. Um, right now, we are the only show that deals with gaming that is live. Um, that is not always going to be the case we have some things lined up in 2018 um, that we'll see if they come to fruition um but we will eventually at one point start having a more official game of the year discussion and um you know if all things go as planned god willing we should be able to do so have like an official game of the year uh for 2018 so that's something to look forward to um in that regard In terms of games for this year, especially since I'm by myself, I figured, you know what? I'm going to share my top five games of 2017 and why I feel that they were amazing and why they kind of captivated me to an extent. So number five, Cuphead. Um, I'll be perfectly frank with you. The only reason this game is at number five is because I haven't been able to physically play it myself i've basically watched everything and anything there is to do with it i've been following the game like crazy uh i'm one of those people that has been following the game praying that it comes to playstation 4 because unfortunately i do not have an xbox so i'm not able to play it in that way which is the only reason why again i have not played it but cuphead has been amazing in that it's basically And reinvigorated like the 1950s to some extent. It's reinvigorated gaming uh, to be back to where we most of us started. I mean, I don't know about all our listeners, but I am 33 years old. So, it's been, I've been gaming for quite a while. And I remember the days of, you know where gaming was so hard that you just wanted to snap your controller. And this game kind of revitalized that. Not to mention the graphics. The graphics for it, as well as the soundtrack, were amazing. They're breathtaking. And it and it all came <clears throat> from a tiny studio. Essentially... The way that I look at Cuphead, it's that it's one of the first games that I've ran into where the hype has continued to constantly grow and grow, and it becomes more and more anticipated, and people were not let down. I've yet to hear any negative reviews about Cuphead uh, one way or the other. It's essentially people love the game, and what's not to love? It's a charming little game. It's done Amazingly, the execution was wonderful. The mechanics were great um in terms of sure the feel for the gameplay i again, I personally have not played it. I've watched enough of the gameplay to have made this decision, but nobody's complained about any of it. It's basically been an amazing game across the board and to be quite frank with you, if I would have had a chance to play it myself, it probably would have been a lot higher uh on my list. so, without further ado, number four. South Park, the fractured butthole. (laughs) Comments on the title aside, Matt and Trey Parker did an amazing job with this game, and it's one of those games that a lot of people didn't expect it to happen for the simple fact that they seem to have had such a hard time with the original one, they didn't want anything to do with any gaming going forward. So the fact that they did another game is not only surprising, it's awesome, and I hope that they come back and do it again. The reason this game is at number four is because it does have a lot of issues in terms of uh, the mechanics for it are are fine, the, the combat for it is fine. The problem that I had with the story is that there wasn't much of one. I was very let down with how the story kind of ended. I like that they added, um, I like the difficulty aspect, I like the fact that They included social commentary in terms of whether you're a white or black character, how hard uh, the game is, how people interact with you in the game is. And I also like the fact that South Park is just South Park. It's essentially an interactive episode. I've said that from day one. And it's very refreshing, and and it was... If you're a South Park lover, it's going to make you fall in love with South Park all over again. If you weren't a fan of South Park, then you're probably not going to like this game. But either way, it's still a lot of fun. And can't top the fact that it came with Stick of Truth as well. So it was a great combination, a great uh, price, a really fun game, and highly recommended. if you guys have not played it yet. Um, Third on my list is Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, this game, of course, has an amazing story. I love the fact that it had a very strong female character, which is something that you you didn't really see in video games for a long time. And slowly but surely, that role is increasing, and you're seeing more female characters portrayed in a non-sexualized way where they are not um, essentially on display as meat. They're actually contributing members and you know the headliners of the show in that regard. And she, Eloy was basically as strong as they come. And there's some people that are going to debate me back and forth, but you know what I mean? And at the same time, it came, it was wonderful to see a studio that had been kind of stuck and stagnant on the same genre, come out with a fresh IP. That is perhaps the biggest take that I can do for horizon is the fact that it is a fresh take on um, and a story, it, it's something that had never been seen before, never been done before, it was a story that hadn't been told from a studio that had been telling, uh, for lack of a better way of explaining, basically the same kind of story, um, back you know, Killzone has been Killzone and is going to be Killzone and it's a great game and for those who enjoy it and for those who love that game there's nothing wrong with it but it's wonderful to see a studio not only step out of their comfort uh zone but succeed out of their comfort zone. So I hope that they continue to do so um and by no means I'm not saying redo horizon or do another you know horizon 2 but I do love that they you know did it and I hope that they continue to do it because Gorilla did an amazing job. Um, for number two, I think it's no surprise to say for anybody, um, because I've mentioned it you know, pretty much every podcast since the game came out, Mario Odyssey. I still love the game. I'm still having a lot of fun with it. I'm still learning a lot from it. I'm, I'm still exploring and I'm still finding things new. I'm still finding star oh, not stars. I'm still finding moons. Um, as of this, no, not this morning, yesterday, I had 506, which of course got me to the darker side of the moon, which is basically a nightmare in and of itself. But Nintendo, as I mentioned, has kicked butt this year. And Mario Odyssey was one of the best showcases of what, of Nintendo coming back and kind of being able to be taken serious again. There are people who have always been Nintendo apologists. There are people who have always been a Nintendo supporters. Uh, Brian is a bit of both, and he'll fight me about it later. We'll we'll talk about it, Brian. But he's always supported Nintendo through thick and thin. I was not as loyal. I'll be 100% frank with you. Um, I was not as loyal. We've talked about it many times about how, uh, at the end of the day, I, I give Brian credit for me keeping the, the Switch order. Uh, when I was able to reserve the Switch... Because I kind of wanted to cancel it because it looked like they weren't going to have any games for it. But they not only came out with a home of games, they're coming out with more. And they're coming out with great first party games. And they're starting to get support of third parties that is basically looking like the Switch is going to have a strong influence and a strong hit. So with a game like mario odyssey it's hard to deny that nintendo is going up and i'm glad and i know i'm not the only one who is but i am glad for one that they are and i'm glad that they were able to deliver such a beautiful uh game that is essentially a love note to mario fans and i've said it before and i'll say it again it is a love note it's the game has its faults don't You know, don't get me wrong. It's not by any means perfect. I don't think anybody's rated it perfect. It's been rated really highly, but not perfect. But at the end of the day, it's a very, very, um, it's a very sweet game that is reminiscent of me and my childhood. It's basically one of those um, games that bring you back and remind you of why you got into gaming in the first place. And it's one of the games that kind of turned me around in terms of like, you know, this this has been a great year. It's been an amazing year for gaming. <clears throat> and then final, uh, last but not least, my number one game of the year. I don't know if you can hear that. That's my attempt at a drum roll. Um, Zelda, Zelda: Breath of the Wild is my game of the year. I debated back and forth between Zelda Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey for game of, for my personal game of the year for the simple fact that I kind of feel like Mario Odyssey did more than Zelda Breath of the Wild in terms of trying to re-innovate, oh my god, I can't even talk today, um, trying to reinvent itself, but at the same time. Watching everything that they've done with Zelda, and the fact that they continue to support Zelda uh, with recently with their second DLC dropping um, about two what two weeks ago, something of the sort, um, it's just been amazing, and it's been a refreshing game. It, w- it was something that Zelda needed. I, for one, am, I'm still very disappointed that the we don't have the temples. I kind of feel that there was that there was room for something more than just the shrines um the shrines were great they were nice and quick and it kind of kept you moving and it kept you exploring but i do miss that but at the same time zelda games had become stagnant and, and basically just being the exact same thing with a new skin and breath of the wild took that completely out of the equation to the point where people were playing breath of the wild and spending hours in the game And not really doing anything other than exploring. Other than going, hey, what's that over there in the horizon? Let's go check it out. Hey, what's this over there? And let's go play with that. And not just that, the the innovativeness that the the game had, um, especially in the beginning. Unfortunately, some things have been patched, but to watch the community solve the exact same problem in 10,000 different ways was amazing. It was nice to see that they, Nintendo allowed for there to be such a free form of the game that no one solution was correct. Multiple people could have ended up with multiple solutions to solve the exact same problem and still arrive at the destination. So Breath of the Wild didn't become so much a game of how do you do it. It became much more of a... How did you do it? Because this is how I did it. And it kind of restarted the conversation again about Zelda and people discussing how they were doing with the game and what they were doing for the game and how they solved it. So with that and the fact of it showcasing the Switch, the fact that it was a gigantic world that no matter how hard and no matter how much you think you've covered every inch of that map, you have not. And you can tell by the first um, DLC where you obtain... I can't remember what it's called right now, but um, it shows you the path that you've walked. And you see it yourself that no matter how many hours, how many days you've spent playing Breath of the Wild, you have not seen everything, and there is still more for you to see. So because of that, it is my game of the year. I've always been a huge Zelda fan. I have a Zelda tattoo, and... It makes me really happy to be able to say that, yes, Zelda, once again, is my game of the year. And at the end of the day, you know, it's received, Zelda Breath of the Wild has received multiple acclaims, multiple, you know, awards throughout the industry in terms of best game, and it's well-deserved. So I very much look forward to 2018 for the Nintendo Switch to see what they have uh, in store for every one of us, and hopefully they continue to push forward, and they continue to push forward as hard, if not harder than what they currently are, because I know I, for one, am looking forward to it. So... Like I said, guys, today was going to be a short episode um, because of everything going on and because it's the end of the year and everybody's you know, involved with the holidays, people are traveling, so we figured we'd drop a small, a short show, let you guys know we're still thinking about you and so we can stay in your minds too. And at the same time, most importantly of all, to wish you guys a very happy, very fruitful 2018. Goodbye with 2017, whatever Negative stuff or issues you had, let's leave that all in the past, guys. Let's start 2018 fresh. Let's start 2018 on top of our games. Let's start 2018 with our families, with the love of our families, and with the love of great video games. So, with that said, the parenting cheat code of the day isn't really much of a cheat code. It's basically just some advice. Take this time, this holiday time, and treasure it. Some people, myself included, have issues with holidays and it's been because of negative stuff in the past. But I guarantee you you can always start anew. I guarantee you that while it may be hard, that the path is worth it and at the end of the day, like I said, we need to leave everything behind and start fresh. So, to a fresh 2018. May your consoles be full of games, and your family be full of fr- uh, your house be full of family and friendship. So, with that said, guys, thank you for joining us today on episode 11. I know it was short. Maybe we should call it 10.5. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll decide that when I'm uploading everything. But remember, join us every Wednesday, rain or shine, for a brand new episode. Make sure that you subscribe and rate us on Podcast Services, everywhere. And Remember for this and other shows to join us on geekandcast.com because, again, as I mentioned, we do have other shows on Geek and Cast and... 2018 promises to bring more stuff, so keep an eye on geekandcast.com, and make sure to follow our Twitter as well, like Cast. If you want to follow me on Twitter, make sure to follow me, it's Vizk Zen that's V-I-S-C, z-e-n on twitter visk zen um and brian of course still hasn't done his twitter at least hasn't told me anything whether he's completed or not so it's i don't have it if he's completed it um so again thank you once again guys for joining us on this episode we will see you next week have a very happy very safe 2018 goodbye